0: Hi, this is Christina Dam, and this is Liberate the Podcast, where we educate, motivate, inspire, and liberate your consciousness. Hi there, welcome to another episode of Liberate the Podcast. Today we're bringing on one of our amazing practitioners, Tanya, now she does readings, healings, pet readings, and really cool aura readings where it's it's something that I've not experienced until I met her, where the ability to just tap in, and I mean, it's not just about reading the color of your aura, it's about reading like the whole like, your life, your energy, wounds, past traumas, like everything is like almost like this blueprint of your energy field, which is fascinating. So we're gonna dive into that, but we're also gonna dive in a little bit to understanding how to calm your mind and have that little bit of a control so that you can live a more peaceful day-to-day experience and have power over what you're experiencing. So Tanya, welcome. Thank Thank you. you so much. So um, I want to start by hearing a little bit about you and sharing with everybody who you are. And I know that, you know, one of the things that I find really amazing is that this is something that this whole metaphysical realm is something that you've barely studied. It's just something that comes so natural to you. And it's just a gift that you have.
1: Yes. Thank you. I want to just take the moment out to thank you for this wonderful opportunity. So excited to be here. Excited to have you. Um, Well, a little bit about myself is I come from a long line of American Indian healers. Okay. My grandmother was American Indian. She was a very strong healer. She believed in organic healing, um, using things from the earth to heal sickness, and she was very spiritual. Okay. And, you know, at the young age, I thought it was normal. I was able to see people's energy. I used to feel things. I used to have dreams, and they would come true. And at the age of six is when she realized that I had this gift because I would look at people a certain way and I would just talk to them.
0: Hmm. And when she took this. And like, what would you say to them? You'd look at them and what was this way
1: that you would look at them? (laughs) You know, I would see things and say, wow, the colors around you is like so pretty. And there's somebody that wants to connect with you. I would always pick up a lot back then was people that passed on. There was always trying to deliver a message, a closure
0: that they never had. You know, and it was just so... Imagine getting that as, like, a, as like a six-year-old walking up to you and being like, yeah, there's this person in your energy field that wants to tell you this message. It was so strange, but for me, it was, like, normal.
1: Yeah. Because, I, you know, i seen this yeah. growing up, and I thought it was, like, normal. And my grandmother noticed. So at that time, she took me in for training, did a lot of meditation, connecting with myself, connecting with the earth, picking up into the spirit guides... And what I'm passionate about is helping people find themselves Mm -hmm. because a lot of people are very lost and they don't know what they want. Yeah. And they live in this life trying to be somebody that they're not to please the world or please people around them to make them satisfied. But in the end, they're not satisfied.
0: Yeah. And so then that doesn't satisfy the people that they're thinking that they're supposed to be satisfying, which I always find is really ironic or or kind of uh, interesting because the people that, you know, the things that others, family members, loved ones and stuff that want to put that agenda onto another person is because on some level they authentically believe that would be a key to help them become happy. You know, Mm -hmm. but at the end of it, it just allowing that person to just find their own happiness and those people's different belief systems around what it is would just be shifted and everybody could be happy because ultimately everybody just wants the person to be happy.
1: Yes, you know, I
0: agree. And that's what they don't understand. Pretending
1: and living in a false world is not true happiness. You can't make happiness. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to find yourself first. So, and what I learned is a lot of people today have anxiety, Hmm. depression, stress. The stress level today is very high and it starts with children in middle school. You know, because they start again. They wanna please their parents or they wanna please their friends or everything is a competition. Yeah. So it's very important that when we're starting our day or when there's something going on, we need to learn to center our mind. Center ourselves. When we're getting overwhelmed, oh, my gosh, i got to do this today, and this is going on in my
0: life, and how do I control
1: this? And there's so much emotion. You need to pull back.
0: Okay. Now, what do you mean exactly by centering? Because there's a lot of different definitions.
1: What I mean is you need to take a moment out away from the world and everybody. Mm -hmm. Find yourself in a, a alone space. Be quiet. Listen to the quiet. Take a couple of deep breaths. Balance yourself out. It's always important to visualize something that is natural, but that you can continue to look at. Mm. A lot of people, I tell them to visualize the beach because yeah. it's it very—it's a natural calming. you know. And this is how you center yourself. When you're pulling back and just taking a couple of breaths and analyzing everything, and when you take a couple of breaths and look at that beach, and then you t- calm your mind and you tell yourself, it's going to be okay. I need to listen to my inner tuition. Inter yeah. is very, everybody's psychic. Yeah, Everybody has it, but we need to learn to listen to it because it will never steer you wrong. Listening to your mind will always steer you wrong. You're meant to listen to your gut because that is the connection to your spirit guides. Mm. And when you do that, you're going to find a way to continue to tell your mind, relax. Let me take my time. Let me do one thing at a time, like a checklist. Yeah. You're gonna notice that your day and your tasks will go a lot smoother than you can imagine. Yeah. And it's very important the way you breathe. You know, the way you take your deep breath. It's amazing how that really can help, right? It it is. It balances you out.
0: Yeah, it does. I mean, the simple art of breathing and you know, I say art of it because when we automatically unconsciously, we're, yes, you know, but if we, if we teach ourselves those different things. And so, you know, what made you find the importance of being centered? Did you have like a chaotic, like life or day or ritual that you used to do that you realized that you couldn't do that anymore and that it was better for you to start your day centered? Um, that is the thing that where my training began. Okay. Because
1: when I got older, of course, my energy, my power became stronger. Mm -hmm. And that would make you feel anxious when especially you don't know how to balance it. So, and going, you know, growing up, becoming a teenager is difficult on its own. Imagine all this energy you're feeling and you're feeling everybody's emotion, pain, their happiness, their excitement. You're feeling it all at one time. Mm-hmm. So that's the main thing she taught me was how to center myself, gotcha. separate yourself from the world, separate yourself, and connect into the spiritual because when you do it, it's a very calm place, yeah, and everything is a lot more clear, you know, so that's where the, my main training is, and I believe still today that is how we can live a nice, calm life,
0: yeah because in that centeredness you can you can listen to that inner self a little bit clearer you can know that there is no emergency there's just no fires that you're really putting out and you know it's often it's 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 interesting because when people rush a lot and I've been victim of doing that too you know mm-hmm. like you know okay I, oh, I gotta get all this stuff done and Then I mess up on things or I'm scattered and so I'm not doing things as detailed or as nice or as orderly or whatnot. And I end up having to redo things or things fall down or messes get made or, you know, and ultimately it actually ends up taking longer, not shorter. And it doesn't get done correctly, so it has to be repeated, you know? And so that whole, like, rush to energy is really, like, useless, mm-hmm. right? And you don't you accomplish don't, anything. Yeah, you don't accomplish anything. And the stuff you accomplish, you have to do over. And the things that you do do, they're done half, half hazard Or, you know, you're making bigger messes for yourself, right? Mm-hmm. You know? Yes. So it's always important to
1: chant things in your mind. This is how you can control your mind. Because a lot of the times, our mind is what makes people go into depression, anxiety, stress, Um, It makes people go into addiction. Because the mind can be a very scary place. Mm -hmm. It can run to so many different levels. So how you can control it is by you chanting, like, it's gonna be okay. I need to do this first. I need to relax. You need to really talk to yourself you don't have to talk out loud because you know some people might think you're a little crazy. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. So bad, <laughs> <end>, who cares? <laughs> yeah. As long as you're happy if people think you're insane. No. <laughs> yeah. But always keep that
1: thought. You always have to tell yourself, remind yourself, it's gonna be okay. I can get through this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Keep yourself in check.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you know, taking those time, you know, taking some time to breathe. To center yourself, to find that connection, to know that there isn't a need to rush, right? And then, and then from there, are there any other like? What about if somebody's like in the middle of something and they're they're feeling pressured or they're feeling like it's the end of the world if something doesn't happen. You know, let's look at those other aspects of, of anxiety or pressure that people put on their self. What are some techniques or things that you recommend for people to do in that situation?
1: I always tell them no matter where you are, find a place and meditate. It could at least for two minutes, it could be t- for 10 minutes. Once you meditate and you just escape yourself from everybody, then you can find yourself again. You can regroup. You know what I mean? You have to regroup. It's like when a battery's trying to die. Mm. You got to put it back on the charger. You got to find yourself. So I would tell them, you know, if you're at work, tell them you need a break, run into your car or go somewhere, go in your office or in the bathroom and just take a couple deep breaths, meditate. You don't have to be laying down. You could be sitting down. You could be standing. Close your eyes. Visualize. There's a lot of people that like the beach. There's a lot of people that like the field lot of how about like we a do a couple minute tell.
0: center centering right now it's kind of kind everybody through it okay everybody want to feel centered let's 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 take a moment out of our day and center okay this sounds good okay so i would talk you through it because a lot of people don't know how to meditate yes and it's very important to teach and and you're talking about two minute meditations right so let's like look at that because a lot of times people have that preconceived notion that okay then i have to carve out this 20 minutes 30 minutes hour of my day whatever their belief system is and sit still i don't have time to recenter myself for an hour or half hour or whatever they feel but you're talking about two minutes you're talking about you can meditate on the toilet
1: you know, Basically. You, know like, like, you know, like you go
0: right. for a bathroom break and like take and center yourself. So let's 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 guide through it so somebody can have that experience of what it's like to have like a minute me- meditation. OK. Yeah. So let's say you're Tanya,
1: I'm stressed out. I'm overwhelmed. What do I need to do? And I would tell you, OK,
0: Tanya, I'm stressed out. I'm overwhelmed. What do I need to do? OK. OK. Find yourself. Take a deep breath. OK
1: your eyes closed. I want you to visualize a beautiful beach where the sand is the shade of white. The water is a beautiful light blue with a lining of green. You are sitting Indian style facing this beach, watching the waves come back and forth, back and forth. You can feel the ocean breeze on your skin and you could take, taste and smell the salt water. Take a deep breath and release. You can feel the warm hot sand beneath your body and the sun is at its highest peak with not a cloud in the sky. This is your beach. This is your ocean. Continue to hear the waves. Feel the peace surround you. Feel the sun as it's shining upon you. You can feel the heat of the sun opening your crown chakra and entering through each and every other chakra. From your third eye, to your throat, into your heart chakra in your solar plex, penetrating your navel and out through your root. Take a deep breath, hold it, and release. Continue to see this image and feel it. A beautiful rainbow has placed itself into the sky and it is very bright and brilliant. This is the largest rainbow you've ever seen. As you walk toward the ocean you are staring at this rainbow and you can feel the water upon your feet. As you walk Deeper, you feel it into your knees. You can feel a tingling sensation entering through your body. And you walk in deeper into your waist. There is a very large wave coming. You are not afraid. You take a deep breath. And dive into the wave. Breathe. Swim into this ocean. This is your freedom. You are light as a feather. You are one with the world. And you are at peace. Take a deep breath. Hold it. And release. Hmm. And you could open your eyes. Now, do you feel a difference? Definitely. It really centers you because when you make your meditation very detailed, the feel, what you see, you're smelling, it becomes more realistic.
0: Yeah. And it focuses at mind, so it's not—it's paying attention to all those things instead, instead of the of other. everything else. Exactly. Yeah. It shuts everything
1: else off. Like,
0: what was I even freaking out about? Yeah, exactly. Ah and then you know what was that like two minutes you know so it's a it's a quick little reset and you know, maybe people can bookmark that in um, on their phone, save it on Spotify, iTunes, whatever you're listening to and use that as a little meditation that you can grab that little cut of. And maybe we can even cut that out so that people can download that separately, you know, and listen to it. as a, a quick little reset or or whatnot and or just any type of imagery, any type of thoughts that you want to center yourself with. It's great that sounds like awesome (laughs) yeah um okay so the power of this and the power of this tool to really bring people back to their self and and talk about how that that moment of that bringing back to their self then starts to initiate what you said that you're here to help facilitate and that's helping people rediscover their self
1: yeah so my main key is always like i said meditation Diet is also very important. Mm -hmm. Um, But also everybody has a different way of meditation. If you have a passion cooking, that's your meditation. Get creative with it. Find what it is that you want to do. Take chances. Cook whatever it is you want. If you love gardening, that's another form of meditation. Everybody has their own way, even exercising. Mm -hmm. But there is a lot of yoga poses that helps. With your meditation, opening up some chakras. A lot of people have problems with their heart chakra. I always recommend the cobra pose. Yeah. Because it opens it up. Mm-hmm. Okay. The child pose is also very good for the root and the navel. Okay. Um, but it's very important that you learn how to get in touch with your inner psychic ability. Yeah. Because once you are able to listen to yourself and you listen to your heart and your gut, you will not become confused you will not become worried you won't be in a wrong direction or get all chaotic the mind will always misguide you
0: Mhm. but the gut and the and the heart leading by those especially the heart
1: yes the heart is always the answer yeah yeah but a lot of people say oh i feel it here in my gut but the, it's really coming from here but they feel it you know that feeling like oh i shouldn't do this where that first intuition is always the right one. Yeah. But we seem to listen to
0: the second one. <laughs> you know? Like convince us, oh, that can't be so bad, or right. oh, you know, that doesn't make sense. Or this would be this feels like a you know, or this sounds like this is the right thing to do, even though, you know, the feeling isn't there. Mm-hmm. Now when when people work with you, you know, I know that a lot of times, you know, so one of their first connections might be that they're coming in to get guidance because their guidance says they're not listening to their own guidance inside or they need that other step. I find it really fascinating some of the different types of readings you do. I mean, I know that you can read pets. I know that you can do oracle readings. I know that you can, you know, you you just download and get information as well as you do these really cool Uh, aura readings as well Mm -hmm. now talk to talk to us about like a little bit um and everybody about what you consider your aura readings because a lot of people think about it as that like photo booth right that that aura for photo that says like oh your aura is green or your aura is blue or your aura is purple and that's not what we're talking about here and that's not the experience of what I've had with you doing my aura reading so I want people to understand a little bit about what what that means when in what that is for you and what you pick up on and what you get. Because, I mean, you were getting some very specific things about me that I was like, oh, wow, this is all coming from my aura? (laughs) You know? The aura is everything. It's the biggest
1: energy source for a human, even an animal. um, It's a filter. Like, the kidneys are the main filter of our body. That's what an aura is. Mm -hmm. We draw in energy, and it's meant to release energy. So whatever has went on in your life from the day you were born to now, it will always show in your aura because it is the main energy source. Mm. So whatever it is that you're holding on to or whatever it is that hurt you or that you're worried about, you could tell me something and smile and tell me everything is great but your aura will tell me something completely different. The aura will never lie. Mm. There will never be any miscommunication reading an aura because it tells you everything straight out by the color, by the feel. When I do an aura reading, I could physically feel exactly what you're going through, what you're feeling, that pain in that situation, how you felt. Because a lot of times, we can't describe what we're feeling because we don't know. Or if you've been in pain, for so long, or depressed for so long,
0: you don't even know it anymore. You become numb. Yeah, it becomes your status quo. Right. So it's important when you read through the aura, you can feel it. Hmm. And you have so to. So what are you mind. doing when you're reading through the aura? Let's take let's let's go into that. Like well, what what you? So you you look at somebody's aura, and you then can. and then you like, what do you do? Like uh, tap in, plug in. What is it?
1: Pretty much. What it is is I connect with you. Okay. My energy, my aura connects into your aura, and I could feel. First off, I go by sync. Okay. I can see it. I can see the color of it, the movement of it. Some people have very wavy aura. Some are bright. Some are dim. Is mine wavy, bright, dim? What is mine? Yours was like, you know how a light bulb... (laughs) But that time you had a lot going on. So (laughs) you was plugging in from a lot
0: of different areas. I was was a flashy light bulb. All right. (laughs) Okay, so 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 wavy, bright, dim, like. The color means a lot. Okay. You know, a
1: very calm aura or in a good place is in the oranges but more yellow. Okay. Area.
0: You could have a lot, some purple. Let's go through all the colors. Let's see what the colors mean, okay? So what? Like, let's go through them all. So a good one, like I said, is calm,
1: is in the yellow family. Okay. And going in a bit to orange. But when you get too much in the orange and the red, then there's an issue there with you're very passionate. You have all this love, but you want love, and you're giving it out, but you're not receiving it. mm. Okay, so that's too much. Yeah. When aura is in the blue family, meaning like the purples, um, the dark purple or the blue, that's a lot of bruising.
0: Mm-hmm. Interesting, because the, the, from, from belief system is think that like, oh, a purple aura means you're very spiritual, or a blue aura would, you would think would mean that you're super calm. Right. But, but this is going based on what that means on an emotional level, at least for right. how you're seeing and perceiving it
1: something mm. that we're holding on to. Mm. Now, it doesn't mean the whole aura is this color. Okay. It's, it, there's different parts Got of you. it. Got It depends where it leads at. You know, a lot of the bruising, I would see more in the heart area,
0: mm-hmm. and that tells me where the hurt is at. Got you. Okay. And then what about, what about auras in the green family?
1: The green family is very calm. That's also very calm, but also we're holding back.
0: Okay, so, so holding back is green, yellows are, which is interesting because the color scale, right? Yellows are the good, and orangey reds are are giving too much and not receiving. Red. So one you're not giving enough, one you're giving too much. Yes, we uh, need to be balanced. That's why when you see a good aura, it has
1: multi-colors. Yeah. And a lot of them do, but it's always very important of the outlining of your aura. Got you. The outlining aura is meant to be in the bright yellow family. Hmm it's penetrating properly. You know, every day your aura could be a different color. It depends on what you're going through. But like I said, it depends on where the
0: color is centered at. Okay. And you said that, but everything's stored in your aura. So it's almost like the Akashic Records in a way, right? It's like this energetic blueprint, but it's your energetic little and blurb blob that's walking around. Yes, and
1: that's where most mostly of the emotional feeling comes from, the spiritual connection. Hmm because we can feel it, you can feel it.
0: Okay, so now when somebody's uh, aura is really like, um, like super bright, what does that mean?
1: They're looking for something
0: and they didn't receive it. Interesting, because you think like, you know, like- It's a great thing. No, no, but I mean, you think like super bright means like they're shiny and they're filled with life, but no, they're seeking, interesting. Yes. Okay, what about if uh, aura is really dim?
1: They're lacking on energy, and their energy is very drained. Okay. Now, a lot of times that comes from a painful relationship. doesn't mean uh, if it was sexual. It could mean by family or something. It means that when you've given so much and you just feel like you can't go anymore and nobody understands and you just feel so... People say, I just feel physically drained. is because they are spiritually drained.
0: Mm. Now, and then... What about this waviness that you talked about versus like spiky or whatever, whatever different adjectives you said before? You know
1: how there's some um, very hyperactive people. Uh huh. That's a lot of the times. Hyperactive. Got to keep busy. Got to keep going. Got to multitask.
0: Those are like prickly or what are they? Very uh, not prickly. It's like um, uh, like wavy. Oh, it's okay. very sporadic. So wavy. Yeah. Okay. And what about, do you ever feel like, what other f- sensations do you get from people?
1: What makes, is a big warning sign for me, is when somebody's aura is very um, shaky. Okay. It's not a wavy, it's like a shaking, like a buzzing.
0: Hmm.
1: And that tells me that they feel like that they're on a verge of a mental breakdown.
0: Mm.
1: see the your energy feels things before it physically happens to you yeah so when i see that it's like okay this person's going through a lot their stress level they have anxiety they can't sleep at night they don't feel comfortable they feel like they want to jump out of their skin Mm. and then that can lead to a mental breakdown so it's a good thing to see it before because you could prevent it yeah a lot of times people say, Oh, I don't want to know what's going on in my life or what you see, but when we could prevent the bad from happening,
0: yeah, why not? yeah, and when you can course correct and make things easier or shine light or illuminate different things that are being done right for reassurance, you know it's good mm-hmm it's very important so now these are what other types of different kind of energy sensations do you see or pick up on in people's auras well
1: a lot of times when somebody passes away Mm -hmm. and they're trying to connect they have the aura color is there but at the same time like in the back of the aura the outlining kind of is very dark Mm -hmm. and that's because they're just trying to contact from the other side they're trying to deliver a message, something they didn't know. Or maybe they didn't have closure.
0: Gotcha. Or never did, maybe they didn't get to say goodbye. So you almost sense that other energy is like this dark, like, shadow aspect. Pretty much. Okay. That's uh, intriguing. And now you said that everything of, from birth to where they are now is imprinted in the aura. So, you know, you just you just gave us some kind of like adjectives and different feelings and sensations so how do you tap into all of those other knowings well it's only when it was traumatic Mm -hmm. only when it affected you is when it's
1: going to tell you or when it scars your aura or shows us in your energy only when it was traumatic or if it really hurt you in a way or if even if it was an exciting or happy moment Mm -hmm. it's kind of like the brain you know, when some, when you had so much fun that day or that was an awesome day, you'll always remember it. Yeah. Or when something was so bad,
0: you'll always remember it. Got you. And how do you pick up on that stuff in somebody's aura? Through their chakras. Okay.
1: See, because the aura is connected to the chakra. Okay. So if it was such a big deal at that time, good or bad, it will show in your chakra. It will feel... A lot of times when people are heartbroken and it mm-hmm. was a very traumatic experience or relationship, you feel it mostly through their heart chakra
0: mm-hmm.
1: or if it was a sexual thing, their navel chakra. Okay. Their navel chakra is very overly penetrated. Mhm. It's ov- overly worked up. It, that's when you'll have a lot of orange and red. Gotcha. Because you gave out so much and you're not getting anything back.
0: Ah, and then do you hear things, too, or get messages in that way as well, or is it just this knowing and this energy imprint? It's mostly
1: knowing. Okay. But there's times when it has to be, once in a blue moon, I will hear something.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And so you help people through this, and then, you know, the aura readings are, you know, it's kind of a, a... like a stamp or this testing it's almost like going to the doctor and saying this is your checkup this is what's going on with you this is some guidance and insight and then i know you like to take people on the journey of really helping to coach and direct them into that establishing and re-establishing or for the first time allowing someone to really activate that true self yeah yeah
1: yeah i love teaching i love teaching people how to meditate how to find themselves, guiding them, teach them the way of life.
0: Yeah, beautiful. What is, um without giving any, you know, information out of that would be, um, you know, uh, kind of uh, to outline, take me, take us through like somebody that you've really like, one of those pride examples of somebody that you helped through your life without giving any of their personal. Of interest. course, yeah.
1: I'll always remember this person. Uh, they came to me a while ago. Just for, you know, they came for a reading. Very lost. Didn't know a direction to go in their life. Um, had no career. Had no place to live, nothing. Mm. But they were in so much pain. Spiritual pain that it was hurting them physically. Not eating. Depression. Again, not sleeping. Even having chest pain. But that, that's, you know, anxiety. And I spoke them through it, and I made them understand that what their gift is, that they love helping people. They love doing for people. And the person was like, well, I always hear things, but I don't understand it. And I explained to him, because as I was reading him, it was interesting because his calling was to work in a church. Hmm. And he always said, "I you know, I wondered that. I wondered if I'm meant to be in a church, and you were and that is something your intuition telling you repeatedly. Yeah. So follow through on it. So the minute this person, knew, he took my advice, he found himself. This person was even suicidal. Wow. And started to work into the church, starting to get into the church. Then the church offered him a job. He got a job. Met somebody in the church. Got married and had children. So it's... It's always there, you always know, but you always second guess yourself. yeah It's beautiful. and he um you know, he played along with that for so many years because he never wanted to go into the church because he was always afraid of what his family thought of him. So there it was again, trying to please other people instead of yourself. Mm-hmm. So when you just do for yourself and you become happy, others around you want to become around you. They want to be in
0: your life, yeah. Because they want to feel that energy. Yeah, and those that don't, well, then exit out. You know, you, life's too short to waste right. time and energy on people that don't want you to be the best you you can be. And I'm sure that you only want to be around people that you authentically want them to be the best people they can be. You know, like, it's only 24 hours in a day. <laughs> 100%. is very true. So... Ah, this has been amazing, Tanya. Where can people find you? I know here at Liberate Hollywood, but where else? I I work in my home in Beverly Hills. Mm -hmm. Do you want the address? Oh no, no. Like I mean, if you have like a Instagram or thing, we can put it on there. Yes, yes. I have a website and Instagram. Okay. Organic energy healing. Okay, awesome, and um, of course here at Liberate Hollywood as well. And if yes, he, and if you had to leave people with one thing, what would it be? Start living. We live in a beautiful world. We really mm-hmm. do. You need to live life
1: mm-hmm. and enjoy
0: it. Nice. All right, so everybody, start living, and thank you so much. Thank you so much. It's great being here. Great having you. Thank you. Thanks. If you enjoyed this conversation, like it, subscribe, and share it with your friends. If you want some more amazing resources on your path of liberation, head over to liberateyourself.com and sign up for our mailing list. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, at liberatehollywood, all one word, or Liberate Emporium, all one word. Until next time, liberate yourself.